Hello, you're listening to Baking to the Bee Movies with Ashley and Steph, broadcasting from the woods of Western Massachusetts, here to talk about the beautiful, the gory, the nonsensical, and of course, mostly bad horror filmmaking that we all know and love. In conjunction with creating recipes inspired by these beautiful abominations, you can follow us on Instagram at Baking to the Bee Movies and on Twitter at Baking to Bee Movies. Here is your spoiler warning and foul language warning, so listener discretion is advised. You can catch us wherever you get your podcasts and make sure that you hit that subscribe button. Now onward to good food, good friends, and movies so bad we literally cannot stop talking about them. Right, welcome back to Baking to the Bee Movies. My name is Ashley. My name is Steph. I'm going to do the intro this time. <laughs> I was going to say, you don't want me to do the intro? <laughs> I'll do the intro That's this time. Fair. You can do it next That's time. That's fair. Um, thank you all so much for joining us today. Let's just get right into it. Like and subscribe. We are available wherever you get your podcasts. Um, we're available on Spotify, Audible, Amazon, SoundCloud, all that good stuff. We are on Instagram at Baking to the Bee Movies. And Twitter at Baking to Be Movies. Steph, how are you? I'm good. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing good. It's good to be back in the studio. Um, Halloween has come and gone. Amazing times. Always a good time. So good. My favorite time of year. Me too. My favorite holiday. And now we are winding down. We are getting into late fall, early winter, the holiday season. Fun, fun, fun. But I can, I can hear the sarcasm just dripping. <laughs> I don't mind the holidays. I, I love Thanksgiving. Christmas is fun. New Year's is always a good time. And we have a ton of stuff lined up for for the end of the season since we're coming up on, on Christmas and all that. And... um. I'm excited for today's movie because it is, I mean, excited isn't a good word to use with this one. I am tolerating, <laughs> barely tolerating this one um, because it is leading into into Thanksgiving, which is, and we have like Friendsgiving and all that good stuff. Um, so this is seasonally appropriate. Yeah. Um, before we get into that, though, we have to talk about the recipe from our last episode, we had done for Halloween. It was our last episode before Halloween. We did House of the Dead. You had made teriyaki chicken wings. Amazing work as always. I'm going to go ahead and just give you the little, I don't know if you can hear it. It's going to pick up on the microphone. That's oh, I'm, I'm sitting right here. So You're I sitting can hear right it, there but... for the audience. I want the audience to hear the round of applause that I'm giving Steph because she is an amazing cook and she knows how much I love chicken wings. It's maybe, other than nachos, it's like maybe my favorite, like, football game day oh, weekend food. Oh, hands down. Hands down, yeah. Weekend food. Did I, did I disgust you by, did I disgust you by <laughs> sucking the meat right off of the bones? You always do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll put that picture up. We'll have that picture of me. Okay. That, that look of, of you looking just disgusted with me sucking the meat right off of the bones, so... That'll, that'll sure. make an appearance at some point on our social media. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well done, as always. That recipe is up on our Instagram at Baking to the Bee Movies. Um, so you can follow along and, and make your own. If you want to let us know if you made any changes to the recipe, how it came out, feel free to tag us or send Absolutely. us a DM or something. Um, now to get into this movie. Yes. I um, When we were planning the season and we got to this episode... I believe this was your suggestion, was it not? It was. Okay. It was I just want to make that clear. <laughs> I want to make that perfectly clear. Now, I choose a lot of really bad movies. I choose a lot of terrible, terrible movies. I made you sit through the crow wicked prayer. <laughs> like, you still haven't forgiven me for that. No, um, no. But this is one that you picked. You suggested it, given that it was going to be our Thanksgiving episode before we get into some Christmas stuff. And um, I just wanted to make that perfectly, perfectly clear that this was your idea. Now, Steph, would you like to tell the audience what movie you've chosen for us today? <laughs> today, I have chosen the masterpiece 2007 slasher film, Thanks Killing. Again, your choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just keep, you know. Just going to remind just, everybody. Just remind everybody that, remind everyone, you know. That I, I don't choice. always pick terrible movies. Sometimes, sometimes Steph. Sometimes Steph throws a Hail Mary and, just, <laughs> and picks something that's just abysmal from start to finish. But honestly, I did have fun watching this one. It, 
Yeah. It's I a mean, one it's... and done viewing. I'll never watch it again, but it was it was fun. Um, yeah. it's it's campy and silly and fun. Goofy and short. Um, it's also an hour and 25 minutes, which is a little long is for it? something like that. I thought it was, like, way shorter than that. I thought it was, like, an hour and, like, ten or something. Maybe the credits kind of took up a bulk of that, but I just, I wrote down when it was advertised. <laughs> Nobody worked on this movie. <laughs> Listen, I want to know who the key grip is. <laughs> I want to know okay. who did it. All right, all right. Um, so, yeah, 2007 movie. Uh, Steph, do you want to talk about the cast? Because there were... There were some people in here, no one really noteworthy, nothing, no one that's no. been in anything that you and I have seen before. <laughs> no. I feel like this is a first movie for a lot of these people. Yeah, um, I think this was like an art student project or something. Yeah. Um, that gained traction because it was so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Um, the budget for it was $3,500. Which is, which is insane. Insane. Um, there was a little bit of a uh, small investment afterwards to assess with assist with marketing and distribution, but, like, this is the most inexpensive movie I've, I've come across so I was going to say, this is definitely a student flick, and um, I got Jordan Downey, who's been in other B-movies. Yeah, he uh, was actually the director. Okay, so he, he stars in it, and he's the director. He was, the, he's the voice of Turkey. <laughs> um, Natasha Cordova, yep. Lindsay Anderson... I did what I did make a note here. Um, there is an actor in this called his name is Lance Predmore. Yep. And when you go to IMDb, his picture is Jeremy Renner. <laughs> it totally caught me off guard. It totally caught me off guard because I was like looking through the cast to see like, okay, who was in this? Have they been in anything else that I've seen? And Lance Predmore pops up and it's Jeremy Renner's picture. And for a split second I was like, Wait, Jeremy Renner is in this? Like how the fuck? Like what no. was Jeremy Renner doing in 2007? Because I'm pretty sure he was successful back then. Yeah. But yeah, yeah this dude's picture is Jeremy Renner. That's, I, all right. I, I mean, I, I fell for it for like half a second. I was like, really, Jeremy Renner? And then I was like, I looked a little bit more. I was like, oh, oh no, this is just a really bad prank. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. I wish you could have seen the double take that I did. I was like, wait, what? Jeremy Renner? <laughs> and then I was thinking back to, like, what Jeremy Renner was in in 2007. I was like, no, because, like, the Avengers came out around oh, that right, time. Right, like, right. You want to take a break from filming the Avengers? To, <laughs> to do, do this. Yeah. Um, good for him. Good for him, Jeremy Renner slash Lance Pradmore. Um, <laughs> do you want to just dive right into this one? Yeah. I mean, I... Just, I no, like, we need to not beat around the bush with this one. Yeah. We just gotta go straight in. Yeah, this is... Okay. So the movie starts with tits. <laughs> We're just getting right the into it. The first second is just a the boob. The first second of this face. movie is a tit. A singular a tit. A singular boob in your face. Yeah. It's just a tit. And, uh, and it, you know, it's it's, a, it's an allegedly a, a tit from, like, 16-something. Because it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a pilgrim. It's, yeah. I forget the, it's Wanda Lust, I think, is the, the porn star. Oh, that yeah. That makes the appearance, and uh, it pans out, and it's a pilgrim. Yeah, Dauntless. 1621. 1621. Yep. Uh, when did the pilgrims, <coughs> when did the pilgrims get here? I think it was 1621. Okay, I just want to make sure that. I think that's what they have on Plymouth Rock. <laughs> it's, it, which is, side note, one of the most boring. It's a rock. It's a rock. And it's not even a big rock. It's a little rock <laughs> surrounded by a big fancy gate. Yeah. That people throw their trash on. Right. Piss on. <laughs> that that to me was one of the worst field trips we used to have to take in like middle school and, and high school. It's like, yeah. hey everybody get on the bus, we're going to Plymouth Rock. And it's like I would rather go literally anywhere else. Like I'm driving <laughs> Right, I'd rather get my teeth drilled. I'm driving an hour and a half to go look at this faded ass tiny rock. It's like I even think. Oh god, it's so shitty. Yeah, I think that's I think that's what they have on the rock. I think that's the year. God, the worst field trip imaginable. Um, but it does. <laughs> so the movie starts in sixteen twenty one. There is a topless pilgrim. Why well, she's topless? Never explained. So yeah, this is the first Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's the first um, Thanksgiving. Pilgrims are topless. Yeah, apparently. she's running, she's, and her boobs are just out. Yeah, tits are out. Um, uh, and she dies. And she dies. She she gets uh she gets knocked she, over. She, she trips. It's hot. She, yeah, she uh, she she falls down, and there is a turkey after her, and the turkey is wielding an axe, and it's it's not CGI; it's like a puppet turkey. It's a puppet turkey. And yeah. To this movie's credit, they yeah. don't go the cheap CGI route. They keep it they keep it practical with this turkey holding yeah. a, holding an axe. Yeah. And the turkey compliments her on her tits before it offs her, yep. which was polite. 
Um, but yeah, so that's the opening shot. So of that's it. <laughs> so just listen, guys. If you wanna, if you're gonna stay on board with us, this is what you're gonna be dealing with. Yes. Like, this is this movie. This is how it starts. So either you're on board or you're not. Right. And if you're not on board, get off now. <laughs> we're gonna because, yeah, it does. It doesn't get much better. This than might that, actually so. be our shortest episode to date because it's just straight to the point and yeah, very direct. That's legit. Um, we are now in following the murder of this topless pilgrim we are now in present day yeah and it is thanksgiving break at what i'm assuming is a community college based on the <laughs> the rat pack probably <laughs> what confuses me is that you just see like the group of the college kids here there's like nobody else going away for a thanksgiving break it's just these like four or five kids yeah and then like and they're talking about like all the crazy things they're gonna do on thanksgiving break it's four days yeah and then Four you're right days. back at college. Yeah, then you're back. Um, but Four we days. and and it's it's very much like the Breakfast Club, and and like the caricatures. Like you have Johnny, who's like the football player. Um, you have the like the slutty girl. Yeah. Not slut shaming, of course, but she's like yeah. it's she's supposed to be like the quintessential like slutty girl. Um, you have yeah, like Kristen the, is her name. Kristen, you have the bookish. Uh, the bookish, like, not nerdy girl, but, like, the sweet girl. Yeah, Allie. Allie. Uh, for whatever reason, you have, like, a total redneck. Like, an absolute redneck. Billy. Billy. Yeah, I don't know. They're just He's just, you know, the random, like... Like, legit, like, deliverance-style yeah. hillbilly. Um, and then you have, like, the super brainy kid that is friends with Billy. Yeah, Darren. Uh, Darren, who, uh who's, like, the, the super nerd, who has befriended Billy and is now, like, going on Thanksgiving break with these people he just met. They're mm-hmm. all basically from the same town, and they're going home together yeah. um, for Thanksgiving break. And it's it's just, like, a group of people that would never associate with one another in real life. No. It's very, it's such a strange... Dynamic? It's, yeah, it's such a strange dynamic. Like, yeah. none of these people would ever be friends in real life. Nope, probably um, not. But they're all, like, buddy-buddy. Yeah. And, um... <clears throat> yeah, they're gonna. <laughs> My note is what community college are all these assholes getting seasoned? Because they're just so like ridiculous, like just so ridiculously like unlikable. But they're caricatures of like you know the jock, the brains, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's very Breakfast Club. Um, <laughs> but they are they are all they're all going home for Thanksgiving, and they pile in the back of Johnny the Jock's Jeep. Yep, and off they go. Yep. And they're the only ones leaving this campus. Like you said, there's no one else around. There's nobody else here. Which makes me think that this was filmed after the school had closed for like a <laughs> weekend or something. Yeah, <laughs> there's like yeah. no other students around. Um, so you don't want to have to have a bunch of people sign uh, waivers and, waivers and <laughs> yeah. things like that. It's a hassle. Um, so they're, uh, they're driving and Darren, the nerdy kid, is talking, like you said, about all the things he's going to get into during the four whopping days that they're going to be home, <laughs> including he's going to have sex with someone in that car. Yes! Which is a bold move to say to any female that you just met. Extremely bold. Um, and one of... <laughs> Not me. Oh, please. Yeah, that line is fantastic. Kristen tells Darren that there's no way she's going to have sex with him, and Allie tells Kristen that she's kind of a slut, and Kristen seems a little bit, you know... Like giggly. What's a slut? What's a slut? <laughs> she's, a she's like a stupid. ditzy, yeah. She's like the yeah. ditzy. And uh and Allie tells her that her legs are harder to shut than the John Bonnet Ramsey case. Which <laughs> made me made me laugh and then cringe and then laugh again and then feel really bad about myself for laughing as hard as I did. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like really bad about it. Um so while they're driving, we meet I didn't get this guy's name. He's like a wood a woodman, like a woodsman. <laughs> he's Woodman. homeless. He says he's homeless. Is that? Am I? He's a homeless dude. He's got a dog. Oscar. Oscar. Oscar Thank yeah. you. And he has a dog. He has a dog, and the dog goes off in the woods to pee or whatever. Yeah. Um, which I think this is the second movie that you and I have talked about where a dog peeing on something has triggered some kind of like catastrophic event. <laughs> Do you remember a night when we when we did the Nightmare on Elm Street? The dog like pisses fire and it wakes up Freddy. Yeah, something that? like that. This is similar because to there that. Was in, they were in, like, the uh, the junkyard. Yeah, and he wakes up Freddy by, yeah. like, pissing. Yeah. Um. So this is the second movie that we've reviewed on this show where a dog peeing on something triggers... I never knew that was a trope. 
Apparently it is Apparently now. it is. Apparently dog pee is a trope. Um, okay. Good to know. But the dog is in the woods and the dog finds a... I don't know what the hell that thing is. It's like a... It looks like a totem pole, just very, very small. Yeah. And the dog pees on it. And the dog pee awakens a killer turkey. And it's the killer turkey. Yeah, he was, like, peeing on the turkey. Yeah. <laughs> the turkey's pissed. Yep. The um, turkey gets up, kills the dog. Kills the dog. Which is... Not cool. Not... Yeah. That's... I was gonna go on that, uh, does the dog die site to see if this movie made the list, but I can't imagine this movie making any kind of list. No, so I was like, I'll not. just watch it and find out for myself. Yeah. Um, but the dog does die. You don't see it. Thank you God. You don't see it. But, but the dog does die. Um, and then we cut back to the... The college kids that are on Yeah. Board. So they're driving. Mm-hmm. Car overheats. Yes. So they decide to um, basically camp out for the night. Um, Allie does call her father, who is actually the sheriff. Yes. To talk to him. She doesn't tell like, him that they broke down, joke. though. She calls him, like, earlier on to let them know, to let him know that they're on their way home. Yeah. He's, he's dumb. He's just, like, your stereotypical so dumb. dumb dude. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, he, t- he talks to her about going to some, like, father-daughter thing that, like, a, like, a cop ball or something like that. <laughs> yeah, policeman's, <laughs> policeman's ball. Policeman's ball, I don't know. And, and she's all gung-ho about it. Um, yeah. But then their Jeep, like you said, the Jeep overheats, and they opt to camp out over the course of the night, and I'm like, she has a cell phone that works. Could yes. call a yes, tow truck or yeah. her dad or literally any, literally anybody. Literally any person. Um, but they don't. They decide to camp out and they have they miraculously have tents and everything needed for a night out in the woods. Yeah. In the back of this Jeep <laughs> that they're all crammed in. Yeah. Somehow that happens. Um they decide to tell ghost stories rather than call a tow truck or literally anyone. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they tell they tell a story of the turkey. And well, I don't, does. I don't recall what the story was. It was something about like the pilgrims had insulted the Native Americans at Thanksgiving, or yeah. something like that. Um, <laughs> and they basically cursed all the white people, which is actually kind of funny. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> they yes, <laughs> that's 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 pretty much it in a nutshell. But he tells this, you know, the settler era folk tale. Uh, Feather Cloud is the the Native American there. Okay. Uh, Native American shaman who is dishonored by hedonistic pilgrim Chuck Langston, which apparently happens to be one of Billy's ancestors. Oh, go figure. Of course. Of course it is. Uh, the outraged Feather Cloud used necromancy to create turkey. And that's T-U-R-K-I-E. Apparently this turkey's name is Turkey. It's just, what, like, where's the creativity? <laughs> Anyways, who is said to appear every 500 years to slaughter all Caucasians, <laughs> the encounters. Um, what I do Which love, is refreshing, but... <laughs> what I do love is so as, as Darren's telling the story and he's talking about the pilgrims, Kristen's like, my ex-boyfriend was a pilgrim. And there's like little text flashes that go across as the stories, and it just says like, no, he wasn't. <laughs> and I, thought, I thought that was super funny. Um... So while they're while they're telling the story, um, one of the one of the girls, the the bookish one, what's her name, Allie? Allie, yeah. Allie goes. I think I think she either goes in the woods to pee or do something, make a phone call, um, and she is uh, she encounters the turkey. The yeah. turkey's like in the woods. Yeah. And she hightails it back to the campground. She's trying to tell them like, hey, the turkey thing is real. They're making fun of her because it's insane. And she storms away in her tent. Yeah. And yeah. while they're all sitting there, you see a bunny, <laughs> a, a dead bunny, like a disemboweled dead bunny, fly, fly the through fire. the air into the fire, <laughs> yeah. and no one asks where it come, where it came from. They're just no, nope, like, they're just like, huh, unfazed, whatever. They're like, wow, look at that dead rabbit that just landed in the fire, huh? Anyway, totally normal thing. And they all go to they all go to bed, and that's that. <laughs> yeah, that's, pretty much. That's that first like opening. Yep. So now we have this demonic turkey that's running, you know, wreaking havoc. So we're basically just following this guy, or this turkey. <laughs> um, so, you know, he's trying to uh, get somewhere. So he flags down a, a, a vehicle. Right. 
<laughs> ass, gas, or grass, Ashley? <laughs> this what's what's funny about this movie is that I feel like like um, eighteen or nineteen year old me would have thought this was like the most hilarious thing ever. Yeah, but. Now I'm in my 30s, and I'm like, this is, like, offensive for the sake of being offensive. And I just, like, I don't. Yeah. It, like, some parts of this movie are genuinely funny. Like, it's campy and stupid and ridiculous. Stupid, yeah. And then other parts are just, like, offensive and, like, over-the-top and gross and, like, perverted for the sake of, like, being that. And being I'm just perverted. like, mm, I, I, maybe it's just my humor, but I feel like I outgrew that. So I didn't really enjoy something that would have made me laugh, you know. 10, 15 years ago. Maybe. But, but needless to say, the next shot is of Turkey holding this shotgun. Somehow. Which was so goofy. <laughs> Where did it come from? <laughs> Nobody knows. Um, it shoots this man in the head. <laughs> yes. Well, like, so so he shoots this guy. This guy pulls over to give the turkey a ride. He basically insinuates that, that the turkey either has to give him money, pay for his gas, or have sex with him. And the turkey's like, I'll have sex with you. Yep. And all the guys, like, got his fly down. The turkey blows his brains out with a shotgun. I think he makes him call his daughter first, though, which is kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> he makes him call it, and while he blows the guy's brains out while he's on the phone with his daughter, which was a little fucked up. Um, in a movie filled with fucked up things, that was, like, right at the, right at the top of the list. Yeah. Um, actually, there is a scene that's way more fucked up than that. We'll get into that in just a moment. But, um... Back at the campsite, the the man Oscar, the one who's looking for his dog that he doesn't realize is dead, yeah. comes across the the kids that are camping out. Um, Billy has turkey droppings on him, which indicates that the turkey was there. Yeah. Um, they have since fixed the jeep and they are back on the road. Um, the turkey, for whatever reason, I don't know what the the link is between the turkey and the um, the college kids, but he like. Not only can he wield a shotgun and shoot it, um, he can also drive. He can drive an automatic, which is wild. He can drive the sedan. But he drives into town, and he's, like, hunting down these college kids and their families for whatever reason. Well, Billy's, you know, the pilgrims there was one of Billy's ancestors, so that's, I assume that's the connection. True. But I'm like, he he takes his car, and I'm like, one, how does he know where these kids live? Did he steal a wallet? Um, how does he know, like, who their families are? Like, this turkey's been, like, dead for, not dead, but, like, buried underground, like, sleeping or whatever for hundreds and hundreds of years, and all all of a sudden it knows how to do all these things. Um, but he, uh, first he kills the guy in the car. Um, everyone, everyone makes it home, you know, everyone's kind of, Yeah, they all get to their respective houses. They all get to their respective houses, um. Uh, Johnny, who's the football player, doesn't really have a great relationship with uh, with his father. Yeah, because he's a second string quarterback. Yeah, his dad wants nothing to do with him, so, <laughs> so he li- so he lies and tells his dad that he's like the main the, 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 the starter, main starter quarterback, <laughs> yeah. and and the dad all of a sudden like loves him. Yeah, like, he's like, I love you, son. Like it's just yep. kind of funny. Um, and the turkey kills his family first. He kills uh, he kills Johnny's dad. Yep. With a knife, not the shotgun. The shotgun's, like, somewhere. But mm-hmm. he kills he kills his dad with a knife, and he's already killed his mom in the house. Yes. And Johnny's like, oh, shit, and takes off to go check on the others. Um, he meets up with Allie, uh, Billy, and, and Darren. Meanwhile, uh, Christy has brought some... Kristen. Kristen has brought some random dude... Some, some rando. Some rando back to her parents' house. They're not home. And she is having sex with him. Yep. And this scene, right at the top of the fucked up list. <laughs> I actually was like, wow, we're really... We're, we went there. We're really going we 100% there. 100% went really there. We're doing that. So, we, yeah. he's having sex with her. Uh, so, Turkey comes in, slits his throat, and takes his place. Yeah, he takes his place having sex with Kristen. So, it's an interspecies rape scene. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. and it goes on for a little bit too long. Mm-hmm. Very uncomfortable. Um, and then he kills Kristen when he's all done. Yes. So, that happened. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta dwell on that for too long. Nope. It was gross. Um, so, uh, so now, now that they've realized, like, this, this turkey in the woods is real, it's out to kill them, um, Johnny, Billy, Allie, and Darren are like, oh fuck, like we need to figure out how to how to kill this thing because Darren, even though he's familiar with the folklore of the turkey, doesn't know how to defeat it. Uh so 
they decide that Allie's dad, the sheriff, has a ton of books in his garage slash basement. So that should be where they head next. I think we're getting the names mixed up. Are we? I think Kristen is the one. Kristen is the, the like the, the sweet. bookish girl. And Allie's the yeah. ditz. Okay. Yeah, so retracing all of our steps, Allie's the one that had the injured species rape scene. My apologies. <laughs> My apologies. We're getting those mixed up. I don't feel like this is a movie where we need to be 100% clear on it's, the names. It's, it's fine. It's, it's ludicrous. It's fine. Um, um, anyway, so I'm sorry. Where were we? They were going to go try to see if they could find a book on how to stop this evil turkey. Right, right. Um, and they opt to go to the sheriff's house because yes. he apparently has a lot of books. And Kristen... Now that I'm getting the names right, Kristen. Kristen seems pretty sure that her dad must have something about stopping killer turkeys because, sure. <laughs> um, sure. But turkey beats them there. Turkey beats them there. Because for some reason he knew that's where they were going. Turkey knows exactly where they're going. He knows where all of them live. He knows all of their information despite being in a slumber for hundreds of years and not having anyone's wallet or identification. Yeah, and then he tricks the sheriff there. With Groucho glasses. <laughs> which, which in fairness, was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. Super, super funny. Um, the turkey, like you said, the turkey tricks the sheriff into letting him in the house by saying he's a friend of Kristen's and that he wants to speak with her. And the dad's like, oh, well, she's not home yet, but, you know, you can come in and wait for her. Uh, totally oblivious to the fact that this turkey's wearing a fucking fake mustache and big glasses. <laughs> he um, knows. And it's, I think that, I think the scene might have been my favorite, whether just sitting there and like drinking coffee or whatever at the table. Mm-hmm. And they're just, you know, just chatting, just chatting about the weather and shit. And yeah. Super funny. Like, um, completely normal. And, uh, and the turkey's like, well, I should probably be on my way because this is taking too long and mm. I got stuff to do. And he goes to leave, but he, he changes his mind and decides to kill Kristen's dad. Yep. Um, so Kristen's dad is the next victim. Yep. Um, they all, the, the college kids arrive at the house and, uh, the turkey answers the door and he is wearing, (laughs) he's wearing the sheriff's face as a disguise. Like leather face. Like a severed face. Yeah. So, and it totally works. (laughs) It totally tricks him. Kristen's like, hi, daddy, and, like, leans leans down to floor level to give him a hug. Because it's a turkey with her dad's face. Um, and, uh, and she says that, like, she's lo- they, they're looking for something in the garage. She doesn't tell him what they're looking for, but they're right. looking for something in the garage. Right. And, um, and the turkey's just like, okay, yeah, sure. And, like, doesn't bother them for, like, he finally has them all in the same place and doesn't kill them. Which is a little uncharacteristic of the turkey. But. Yeah, it seems a little odd. <laughs> um, um, they do find a book, though. They do find the book, and but before they find the book, I love that we're like treated to like the montage of them all reading through the books, and it cuts it cuts to Billy and Darren's teaching him how to read. <laughs> He's got like a picture book, and Darren's like teaching him how to read. That that was it's like the little things in the movie are super super funny. There's, like, a ton of stuff that they, they like, throw in your face that they think is going to get a laugh and it's not funny. Like, the interspecies rape scene. Not, not funny. funny. Um, Darren teaching Billy how to read. Hilarious. <laughs> uh, Kristen, Kristen falling for this turkey wearing her dad's face. <laughs> is hilarious. Like, all, like, that kind of stuff. Like, the little things in this movie are super, super funny and they work. But then yeah. you have, like, a ton of shit that's just, like, not funny. That's, right. like, you know. But the, but Darren teaching Billy how to read in the montage was like I I was laughing out loud. I was like legit laughing out loud. Um, they do like you said they do find a way to kill the turkey, which basically involves um, uh, like burning him at the stake or something. Yeah, like they find a book. It mentions they can he can be killed if his uh, magic talisman is removed. Um, however, the rest of how to destroy him is written in code, I guess. Um, we don't find that until after, find out about the fire until after, I think. I think so. Like, they decipher the code. Yeah. Yeah. Um, while this is going on, Billy is hungry, and he goes to go in the kitchen to find a snack. Yeah. And he sees the turkey, like, dragging the the sheriff, the sheriff's, like, faceless body through the kitchen. And, um... 
And they all, like, he, he yells, they all run in the kitchen, they're trying to get a hold of the turkey. They right. do. For a... They do. They do get the talisman. Yes, they get his talisman from, like, around, like, within his plumage. That he keeps, <laughs> yeah. That he keeps hidden within his plumage, because that's one of the steps of defeating him, is you have to get the talisman. Yeah. Um, but the turkey does escape, though. Right. He, he, like, pecks his way out of there and, and runs away. And, um, I mean, this movie, it's... It's so, like, low budget that, like, it's just, like, one scene to the next, to the next, to the next. Yeah. It's, like, we, it's a very weird transition because they don't have the money for, they didn't have the money for, like, a nice transition. Yeah, you can or, really, like, flush things out that well. Yeah. Um, so it, it kind of jumps from one thing to the next very, very quickly. Um, Billy has left because he's yeah. hungry and, you know, he, he's just kind of sick and tired of all this bullshit. <laughs> right. Um, so um, Dar- at that point, Darren cracks the code. Darren does crack the code um, on how so, to defeat yeah. him. He discovers that turkey must be burnt at the stake after a demonic prayer is said backwards. Yes. Obviously. Right. Um, of course, because that's how it always... You always have to say some stupid phrase backwards and burn somebody <laughs> at a stake. Legit. Um, uh, but then somehow turkey magically enters Billy's body. So that part was a little confusing. Um, I feel like most of the budget was blown on that like that animation that they did. But it's basically like Billy, Turkey has run away. He's escaped. Yeah. He sees Billy by himself. Billy's walking home. Billy's hungry. Not of his right state of mind, apparently, because Turkey, the Turkey makes him like hallucinate food or something on the ground. Yeah. So he like eats it. I think he, I think he eats the Turkey. Like he swallows the Turkey. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. And the Turkey is now in Billy's stomach. Yeah. And he also somehow has the shotgun. It was so confusing. <laughs> Anyways, Turkey works his way out of Billy. By blowing a hole through his stomach. And Billy obviously dies. Yes. Yep, and Darren finds him. Darren finds him. They go, they go out looking for Billy and the turkey. Um, they find him. And um, Darren has this tender moment with Billy's... <laughs> corpse. With Billy's corpse. where he's and it's, it's very, like, overdone and funny. Where he's, like, cradling his, like blown apart corpse and talking about how like everything's gonna be okay and it's like intertwined with the scene of them like sharing ice cream and right it's got, yeah like, it's got like this song that was written by clearly someone on the on the crew yeah <laughs> it's super funny um it's a song about billy <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, it's, yep. it's i mean guys you gotta power through this it's this is tough to get through it is it is <laughs> um they uh they do they find the turkey or do they, they go do. back to the house? They don't. They okay. actually track the tur- uh, track turkey down um, back to his teepee. Yeah, yes. Because, you know, he has a teepee that's just on the side of a road. Right. Like, lit up. Like, there's classical music playing. Like, it's ridiculous. I also love that the turkey's, like, making a salad. That was a big plot point, was the turkey eats salad. Yeah. Yeah. He was, like, totally into that salad. Yeah. And they're making <laughs> fun of him for it when they find him. Right. Um, well, they do find him, um, and they try to, uh, burn him, and they do say, well, they say the prayer backwards, um, but as they're trying to burn him, he runs outside, um, the turkey runs outside, but gets shot by Oscar. Yes, Oscar has tracked the turkey down. Um, and I think they think that they have defeated it, despite the fact that they haven't burned it at the stake. Right, and he shot it, and the turkey flies into, like, one of those trash bins. Yes. Yeah. And they just go back. So they just to, assume that it's he's done. Yeah, and they go back to they go back to Kristen's house, which um, one of my one of my favorite things was um, they're uh, like as they're heading back, their families have been killed, their friends have been killed, but they're in really good spirits, and they they're are. gonna go back they to Kristen's are. house and they're gonna watch a movie. Yeah, and Johnny has that great line where he's like, "I learned a lot from this experience, and I made lifelong friends." <laughs> Just like I again, again, super funny. Just like so over the top, ridiculous. So funny. Um, but they go back to Kristen's house to watch a movie. Now her dad's body is decomposing, like one room over. Yes. And it's at this time that Kristen and Johnny decide that they're going to become a couple. Yeah. And they start making out. Yep. And Darren's like, "Well, I'm, I'm going to go get something to eat." Yeah. Like, He's going to go get a snack. I'm going to go get a snack. And he leaves the room, and he is killed by the turkey who has returned because he hasn't been burned at the stake they didn't yeah. follow the thing they didn't do it right that's true um so he gets shot into a trash bin that is 
full of radioactive waste, apparently. <laughs> and it even says radioactive waste, like, on the bin. I'm like, that's not on the up and up. <laughs> like, you wouldn't just have radioactive waste. And, like, now this is, like, a regular, like, trash bin. <laughs> like, I have them outside of my house. <laughs> like, you put your, like, they're just plastic. <laughs> why is there radioactive waste in this bin? And secondly, why is it right there? Like, right off the side of the road. Anyways, so he gets kind of, like, reanimated. Yeah, I didn't think he was actually dead, but he gets supercharged with, you know, radioactive waste. So now he's, like, a super turkey. I was gonna say, he's, like, glowing green. Yeah. When he gets back to the house, he's got, like, a green hue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alright, so, so that turkey comes back, kills Darren. Um, How does he kill him? He, like, rips his tongue out. Oh, okay, yeah. Pra- again, practical effects were great. Yeah. He, like, bites his tongue out. Yeah. Um, Johnny goes to find Darren, um, but then Turkey just stabs him with one of those electric, like, uh... Thermometers that you use on a turkey. <laughs> well, he, he... Was that Darren or was that Johnny? Because Johnny. Johnny Because does. he does get the... The, uh, it's not electrical, but it's just regular meat thermometer that he, like, stabs him in the butt with or something. Yeah. And then he takes one of those electric, like, turkey carving knives. Yes. And gets him in the gut. Yes. So, so Darren gets, gets Darren gets the thermometer in the ass, and then he gets his tongue bit out. Johnny comes around the corner and gets the carver in his chest. The electric carver. The electric carver in his chest. Um, and Kristen's like, Johnny, no! And, like, yeah. then she's got to square off with the fucking turkey. Yeah. So he chased the turkey, or turkey chases her. Um, however, Kristen like makes like one of those homemade flamethrowers with a can of aerosol and a lighter, and a lighter you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, she sets him on fire. She sets him on fire. And she kicks him into. And she does bring Johnny with her. Like he's not dead yet, but he does die. He does die. But she kicks him into like a a pyre or whatever. That's like a conveniently set up like brazier or pyre, um, and the thing goes up like a tinderbox. Yeah, <laughs> and that's it's just like boom bonfire. And despite the fact that this turkey was in radioactive waste, is hundreds of years old, has been God knows where, she like eats one of its legs like a drumstick. Which yes. honestly made me want to go to King Richard's Fair and get a turkey leg. That wasn't even like a turkey leg. You've seen turkey legs. She was eating a chicken wing. Yeah, but... Or a leg. Yeah. But, but <laughs> you I want to go wanna... to King Richard's Fair again? Is King Richard's Fair still going on? It is. Do you want to go and get a turkey leg? I never get turkey legs at those things. What? I never want a giant turkey leg. I want a giant turkey leg. This movie made me really... I'm always hungry, but this movie really <laughs> made me want a giant turkey leg at King Richard's Fair. Okay. All right. All right, we're wrapping it up because I want to go to King Richard's Fair. Let's go, let's go. We still got time. It's the light out. Let's go. Um, Anywho. Oh, and Oscar shows up again. He does. He congratulates her. And then leaves. <laughs> and then just like, deuces. Deuces. Um, yeah, and that's, that's things killing. That's, yeah, that's pretty it. much. That's well, I mean, there's a, there's a one scene at the end where there's this other family enjoying Thanksgiving. Oh, right. I forgot about that part. Um, the, Cooked turkey comes to life. The cooked turkey comes to life. Do and, I like, smell lunges. a sequel, biatch? <laughs> and it's like, was it like, you know, Thanks Killing Returns in Space or something like that? <laughs> I don't actually know. I didn't look it up. It's, but there is a sequel that was un- funded by Kickstarter. Unbelievable. Um, and that's kind of, that's Thanks Killing, guys. Like, that's Yeah, it. that was like super quick. <laughs> it's a super quick movie. It's super over the top. It's super ridiculous. Some parts are funny, other parts try to be funny and completely miss the mark. You really gotta, like, appreciate the small moments in the movie that are, like, insanely funny. Like, the turkey wearing the dad's face as a mask and everyone just, like, buys it. They just don't ask any questions. Like, super funny. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean... It's pretty, pretty damn ridiculous. Um, what's the body? I had ten for a body count. I think that's about right. Okay. Yeah. Um... Here's your reception. <laughs> Cheerfully awful in the Boston Globe. Cheerfully awful. Uh, Matt Hughes of Forbes. It's a comedy horror movie, but even the humor is awful. It's so damn awful. He just kept going. It's awesome. It's so damn awful that it doesn't need Mystery Science Theater 3000 voiceover jokes to be entertainingly terrible. <laughs> I'm surprised I haven't seen it on Mystery Science Theater. Um, if you can enjoy laughing at a bad movie, definitely add this one to your list. Uh, DVD verdict responded well. The film, 
for some reason. Nothing special about Thanksgiving, uh, Thanksgiving, slasher-style creature feature. Group of college kids are menaced by a holiday-themed killer who spouts one-liners. However, Thanksgiving knows how to tickle the low-budget funny bone in particularly effective ways. The Badger, I don't understand why there's more, like, reception on this than I could find on House of the Dead, but The Badger, Harold. (laughs) Because House of the Dead did not happen. We don't acknowledge that movie. We have spoken of it once. We will never speak of it again. (laughs) Uh, The Badger, Harold. Ultimately, there's not much else to say about this mountainous pile of garbage. (laughs) There's more entertaining bad movies. There's better movies about unlikely murderous animals, and there's better Thanksgiving movies. For your own sake, please just don't. So that was fun. <laughs> Can you think of any other like horror movies that take place around Thanksgiving? Because I can't. And I think that's why we chose this one. Or should I say you chose this one? <laughs> because there really we didn't really have a big selection that we could come up with off the top of our heads of like horror movies that take place around Thanksgiving. There's plenty of Christmas ones. Obviously, there's plenty of Halloween oh. ones. There's some Easter ones, too. But I couldn't think of anything Thanksgiving-wise, like anything like Thanksgiving-themed. There's really not. I mean, I saw one that was like part of the Hulu Into the Dark series of okay. Pilgrim. But that was, you know, on Hulu. It wasn't like a theatrical release. That actually wasn't bad. Um, it was pretty gruesome. But yeah, I, there aren't, not a lot of love for Thanksgiving when it comes to the holiday horror. It's kind of, it's kind of sad. So if you're a... If you're, like, a horror movie aficionado, or you're a director or a writer, give us some Thanksgiving material. Nothing like this. We don't need mm. another one of these. But, like, I feel like Thanksgiving would be, like, the perfect premise for a horror movie. Like, a family gets together to have dinner, but one of them is a serial killer or something. Right. <laughs> like, literally something anything. something like that. Yeah. Literally anything. I mean, I don't know. Uh... So, do you feel like, like, how do you feel about holiday horror? Are you into holiday horror? Now, I don't mean, like, the movies that just take place during Christmas. Most, I'm going to say Christmas, because it's generally, it's Christmas. Yeah. Um, but, like, Gremlins, you know, just takes place during Christmas. Batman. Right. <laughs> Batman, too, I mean. <laughs> um, but, but do you think that holiday horror has a place? I mean, I think... Because we got, you know, we got Santa's sleigh. <laughs> We've got a horror Christmas movie, which is actually really good. Really? Okay. Yeah. You should check that out if you have a chance. Um, Krampus. Evil Dead, or Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yes. Um, I feel like, so I'm I'm of the mindset that all horror has a place. Because not all horror can be good horror. You know, there's going to be movies out there that are just terrible. And, you know, you can't redeem them in any capacity. But they are fun to watch and fun to talk about. Yeah. Um, I do think that holiday horror does have a place. Um, I have to be in, like, a mood to watch Exactly. I was just going to say, I have to be in a specific mood to watch. Like, I could watch Gremlins all day, every Me day. Me too. But, like, if you... I mean, I still consider it a Christmas movie, because why not? Yeah, but... But like, I don't consider it, like, holiday horror. Like, holiday horror is, like, some dude dressed up in a Santa suit... Yeah. Going on a murdering spree. Like, like Krampus or is a... Leprechaun. Right. Krampus, <laughs> Krampus is a great movie, um... But it really is a movie that, like, I, you know, when Christmas time comes around, I'm not like, ooh, I can't wait to watch Krampus. I have to be in a mood to watch yeah. Krampus. Because at Christmas time, I, I like watching Christmas movies. And, like, you know, I like the like the general, like, National Lampoon, you know, A Christmas Story, things like that. Yeah, like, Home Alone. Like, I like watching, I like watching those really things. Um, Die Hard. <laughs> but, which is a Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have to I have to really be in a mood to watch like a a holiday themed or holiday centric horror movie. I'm not opposed to it, um, but I don't typically enjoy them as much as I enjoy things just like regular like regular Halloween, just like your paranormal regular, activity. Like, general horror yeah, general stuff. horror movies. Yeah. Um I feel like they're I feel like they nine times out of ten they miss the mark. They're not as good as like a general well i mean it depends on how they you know what they do what's done with it really because you think of the holidays as you know family and friends and getting together and enjoying like all this food and you know it's the season of thanks and whatever blah 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 i can tell you're really excited that the holidays are coming up i hate the holidays (laughs) (laughs) you know like and it's the season of giving except it's all commercial now, but I'm 
Can I get off my soapbox before I break it? I was going to say, did you just take my soapbox? <laughs> my soapbox to stand <laughs> But anyway, so generally that's, it's supposed to exemplify like that type of like wholesome warmness. Um, but when you throw a serial killer into the mix or something, you know, it kind of like tears it apart. So the irony of it is really good. Um, but... I yeah, I have to be in like a specific mood, and I will not watch a like a holiday horror flick if it's not the season, right? Other than like Halloween. Well, I was gonna say specific movie Halloween. Yeah, like when it's when it's like July or October, I'm not reaching for Krampus. Exactly, I'm not doing it. Yeah, you know, and even like come December, I might not even because it's just like I'm not in the mood for horror. Yeah, that time of year, I'm in like I feel festive and like (laughs) full of light and love and (laughs) (laughs) like I I do. I have to be in a very specific (laughs) mood. So like that's why like you know I I can kind of understand why there's not a lot of horror movies around Thanksgiving. but god damn, if someone's going to make one, please just make it better than this. Because <laughs> if I'm going to watch a horror movie for Thanksgiving, like, I don't I don't want it to be this movie or any of its sequels, however many sequels this thing has generated. I think it's only got one. Okay, well. I think it just goes from, like, Thanksgiving to Thanksgiving 3, though. <laughs> There's no two? No, I think That's it, actually I think funny, that's, too. <laughs> like, I think, it, yeah, I think it was purposely done that way. Um... I, I mean, gonna, I, I mean, I commend them for having a thirty-five hundred dollars budget. Yeah, not it, it really for like the budget that they had. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, you know, it, had it been like you know, oh, our budget was like three million, and this is what we got, I'd be furious. I'd be, <laughs> yeah. I'd, whoever invested in this, I'd be like, give me my money back. Absolutely, hundred um, percent. I was gonna say, you know, we could talk about things that we're thankful for, but nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thankful for living in 2022. <laughs> um, <laughs> where, where I can order cat litter at the <laughs> the push of a button. <laughs> and it gets delivered to my house. <laughs> you don't have to leave the house to get it. It's no, great. It's great. Um, I will say, as far as, uh, before we give our star rating, we talk about the recipe, kind of transitioning into that. What's your favorite, like, Thanksgiving side dish? Like, what? Like what Ooh. is your, like, I need to have this on Thanksgiving or the holiday is ruined? See... I am not actually that big a, well, that's a big fat lie. I love, like, (laughs) the seasonal food around Thanksgiving. I think, uh, turkey, I don't really care for turkey. We we don't do turkey at my family's thing. So we, we do chicken. My mom will buy, like, a few rotisserie chickens. We don't, isn't there a reason? We don't like turkey. We're, I mean, I'm, like, I like sliced, like, deli turkey on sandwiches and stuff, of course. But, like, when it comes (laughs) to, like, an actual, like, actual like thanksgiving turkey it just doesn't do it for any of us Mm. and my mom has we have like the whole family over for thanksgiving so like my brothers their wives um you know uncles aunts cousins everybody comes over and my mom is just very much like turkey sucks i you know i don't want to eat it it's dry it's dry no matter and and my mom my mom is an amazing cook like my mom's a very very good cook and even she can't salvage turkey like it's just it's dry it's gross so she just buys like a ton of rotisserie chickens and just like seasons them and cooks them and just cuts them up and we have never had any complaints it's it's a chicken holiday (laughs) (laughs) yeah um to answer your question i probably have to say Stuffing? Oh, up top. I was just going to say, yes, <laughs> I need stuffing. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure that would have to be it. And I'm even, still not even a huge fan of stuffing. Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes, potatoes and stuffing. Good. If that's not on the table, I'm out. That both I'll of those need to be on the table, yep. <laughs> um, squash. Squash is always good. Yep. Um, do you ever do, like, that weird, like, uh, uh, sweet potato pie my mom's Dang. never made sweet potato. So my mom has this weird tradition that she started doing a few years ago because she got so sick of people showing up to Thanksgiving who didn't bring anything. Like no one brings <laughs> shit. I always bring like I always bring like a. She doesn't pie. tell them like, hey, bring something. Well, she she will. Like but- my mom's like, hey, this is what we're doing Thanksgiving because we never do it on the holiday because right. we all go to our respective right. in laws. And she's, she's like, bring an app. <laughs> like yeah. She just tells you to bring mom, whatever. So I have an aunt who brings, like, everything. Like, she's just, she's always, like, cooking and baking. And she'll bring a ton of stuff, even if we don't ask for it. But my mom, my mom has started this tradition because she was so sick of people. She would make a ton of food and either things that she made, like, didn't get eaten and it would go to waste. Oh, or she, or she wouldn't make something and somebody would be like, well, where is this? Like, Ugh. I want this. People are so, this Fickle. is why I hate the holidays, Ashley. Yeah. No, I totally get it. So my mom started this tradition where every year before Thanksgiving, like a couple weeks before, she'll call every person that is coming 
and be like, pick something that you want and I'll make it. And like, so my brother. I'd be like, what you want, you bring. <laughs> well, my mom, so my brother likes Swedish meatballs. So like last year, my mom made Swedish meatballs and like my niece liked some kind of dessert. So my mom made that kind of dessert. Right. And that way everybody got something that they liked yeah, and they, they could, they could, you know, taste other things and <sighs> anything that was left over went home with that person. So it's like, oh. the, so like, okay, you, you wanted the Swedish meatballs. They all didn't go. You're going home with them. And, like, just bring back my dish when you're done, you right. know? So that has been working really well for her. Um, <laughs> That's good. Which is, it like, so I, you know, she she just goes all out, which, like, props to my mom. She's oh, going yeah, yeah, to listen to this. And, like, I, I appreciate everything that you do. I love you, Mommy. <laughs> I love you, Mommy. I appreciate everything that you do. Yeah. I will say, I will say last uh, last Thanksgiving, it was it was super funny. My mom made my brother Swedish meatballs. Um and Troy ended up coming over for Thanksgiving, yeah. and he was eating the Swedish meatballs because he apparently liked them too. And I could see my brother, like, because I think my brother realized, like, oh, I'm not going to have leftovers. And he was just, like, watching the Swedish meatballs disappear, and you could just see the despair. <laughs> it was so funny. It was super funny. He wasn't mad or anything. We could just see the, like, right. oh, I'm not going to get leftovers. And then my mom, made, my mom made him some extra ones. But it was, oh, well, it was nice so funny. It was just super funny because it was totally unexpected. Yeah. Well, um, my mom usually, like, she'll take, like, a recipe and then find, like, a different way to, like, prepare it yeah like like oh well potatoes she ain't gonna mash potatoes dude she's gonna like soak them in friggin' oil and rosemary and roast them or some crap or do something else with them who the hell knows but the potatoes are there yeah my mom makes me um she makes me the mashed red potatoes oh yeah those are good because those, those are that like she'll be like do you want me to make you your potatoes and i'll be yeah. like yeah and i try to get there early because everybody else in my goddamn family eats them like, there's a whole thing of regular mashed potatoes. Can y'all just eat that and, like, give me my red ones? Yeah, <laughs> like, my mom will make what's called smashed potatoes. Oh, hell yeah. So, yeah, she'll just have, like, an individual potato and just smash it. And that's, like, your serving. Like, here's your potato. It's just literally a potato smashed. I stepped on. <laughs> and, and then cooked. I love your or, mom. Or cooked and then stepped on it. <laughs> oh, my God. Your mom is fantastic. Your mom's so great. I mean, don't get me wrong. Those potatoes are really good. Can I come to Thanksgiving this year? <laughs> I don't know if she's doing that. Aww. I don't know. I don't know. Because it changes every year. You never know what you're going to walk into. Things you can... Turkey. There'll be turkey. And there'll be that meat stuffing. Ooh. It's not red <laughs> stuffing. There might be red stuffing. But we'll always have that just because that's like kind of traditional. Yeah. Uh, and the rest is... Eh? You never really know what you're getting into. <laughs> She's like, oh, I found this recipe. I kind of like that sense of, like, uncertainty and adventure, though. <laughs> wonder. <laughs> it's like wonder. Yeah, I, I kind of want to come over just to see what I'm walking into this year. I haven't seen your mom in a really long time, so I feel like she'd she really appreciate the fact that I show up. to move away. I know. She I'm gonna like, two hours away now. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I mean, I don't think she'd be super pissed if I just showed up. She'd probably be really happy that I was there, because I think your mom liked me. <laughs> I, I don't it's know. It's been a long time since I've seen your parents, but I was pretty sure your mom likes me. I, I yeah, could be I wrong. Think, yeah. My mom loves you. <laughs> my mom listens to this and she's like, Steph has the best laugh. <laughs> um, which my mom actually comes into play in today's recipe. But before we get into it, uh, what's your star rating on this? Point <laughs> 0.5. 0.5? <laughs> Half. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no. I'm going to give it one because they managed to make a movie on $3,500. Yeah. I'll say one. I'll say one and a half. Because there were some parts that legit made me laugh out loud. <laughs> there were some funny parts. There were some really funny parts to this. <laughs> very clever, like, little little things that were super clever and, like, super funny and very campy and fun. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, kudos to, kudos to the people who made this movie for taking a little bit of money and turning it into something that, you know, now you can watch for free. <laughs> yeah, it is streaming on Tubi. It is. It's on Tubi right now. Um, so let's get into the recipe. Uh, <laughs> so, um, you can ask me what my mom made. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. No, I was <laughs> freaking, um, I helped. I, I her, and helped. I, her and I made it together. Um, no, I was going to say, so this is not an abomination like your last recipe. No, no. I feel like I have redeemed myself. It does include apples. Um, not candied ones. I've learned my lesson. Um, which by the way, somebody commented 
on the picture on our Instagram where I, I put up the picture of the candied apples that went horribly awry. Yeah. And even they said, like, white chocolate morsels are a whole different beast to be working with. They were like, <laughs> really? Yeah, they commented on it a little while ago. I was reading it. I was no like, kidding. thank you. Yeah, they were like, yeah, white chocolate morsels are a whole different beast. So No kidding. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not one, like, anytime, you know, my folks or whoever is like, hey, you know, if I'm going for dinner, bring whatever. I always tell them I'm not bringing a dessert because I do not bake. Yeah. Like, I'll bake bread and stuff like that, but... And, like, I'll bake if I have to, but... And I think that's why you and I, like, this works so well is because you're an amazing cook. And not that I'm a bad cook, but I prefer baking. I like right. to, I like to bake. Right. Um, and and like, a um, lot of my recipes, like, a lot of my dessert recipes come from my mom and my grandmother, who was also an amazing baker when she was alive. So it's, like, right. these family recipes that I really like making. And my mom and I, I was at my mom's, I told her, like, what we were watching for for our next, you know, our next episodes, and she asked me, she's like, well, what are you making for the Thanksgiving one? And I said, oh, I was going to do, my mom makes these amazing apple turnovers. And I had asked her, I was like, you know, do you have the recipe? I want to make sure I do it right. And she was like, don't, like, nobody eats apple turnovers on Thanksgiving. I eat apple turnovers. I would, too, if Ash's mom, I eat apple turnovers yes. on Thanksgiving. Uh, but she's like, I love apple she's turnovers. She's like, you got to make, like, a pie or something. Like, pie is a traditional Thanksgiving dish. And I was like, yeah, but I like apple pie, but I don't like apple pie with, like, the t- like the stereotypical, you know, crust, like, the, the layered crust. Uh, uh, apple pie is much more messy. It is. And, and turnovers I, are basically like empanadas. Yeah, well, I, I, I love a good empanada. Yeah. Um, we yeah. know how I feel about empanadas. Um, just, oh, man, I wish I had an empanada right now. Um, go to town on one right now. Um, so my mom and I talked it over. I, I was still very dead set on making the turnovers. And maybe at some point in the next season, I'll make either. She she makes like really good um, cherry ones, really good blueberry ones, and really good Ooh. apple ones. And they're all kind of the same. Yeah. Um, but... We have decided, her and I, she was like, why don't we make, because we were, like, cooking together, and she's like, why don't we make, a, a like, a Dutch apple pie? Mm. Because that's, like, a good Thanksgiving dish, and this movie is Thanksgiving-themed, and, and that would work well. So I was like, all right. So I, my mom took the lead on it, because my mom is, like, the pie queen. Like, she knows her shit. I and know. I just kind of, I kind of, I helped by being like, I'll just sprinkle this. And like, okay, I'll stir, I'll stir this. I love how your mom is baking for our podcast, it, Ashley. Because she loves the podcast and she loves you. And I think she might love me in some part of her heart. I don't know. <laughs> she she raised me. It doesn't mean she has to love me. <laughs> Does not mean she has to love me in any capacity. But um, but yeah, I, I think the pie. So, I I don't know. Like, did she just feel bad about the candied apples or what? I I think this was her trying to to get me some sort of redemption after <laughs> the candy apples. She was, she was, I think she was more, I thought the candied apples were hilarious. She was like actually distraught over them. <laughs> I, I brought them to her house and showed them to her and you could just see like the pain behind her eyes. She was like, you can't, don't, don't do that. Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, it's fucking funny. And she's like, no, it's not, it's horrible. So I, my mom took the lead on the pie. Um, and her secret is just brown sugar and vanilla extract and just load it up. It has like the streusel top because I personally, and I had told her she was going to make a, like a typical apple pie. And I'm like, I hate like the top layer. Yeah. Like it never the less, comes out good. The less bread or the less pastry. Yeah. The better. But this has, like, a nice streusel top. It's very crumbly. It's nice and soft. So you, like, you you cut into it, and it's just overflowing with the apple filling. Um, But, yeah, we, I am going to say we, because I did help her make it. It wasn't like I just stood there and was just like, good job, Mom. Pat her on the back. Good job. (laughs) Like, we did make, it was was very much like a a family effort. Her and I did make this pie together. And, um, yeah, it's just basically vanilla, brown sugar, a little bit of cinnamon, um, if you feel like the apple flavor isn't coming through enough, you just add a little bit more of those things that really brings it out a little bit more. So you're not just biting into a ton of crust. Switch. What things? What do you add in? Um, so we do like the cinnamon, we do the brown sugar, we do, um, I had told you with the turnover, she does like a, like a powdered sugar, like maple syrup kind of thing over them, which tastes amazing. Yeah. There is a little bit of maple syrup in this just okay. to bring out some sweetness. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, so it's, it's just loaded up with different flavored things like seasonal flavors, like the apple cinnamon kind of flavoring so that you were just not biting into like just crust. Yeah. Just nothing. Well, that's just it. Like you don't want... Like, don't get me wrong, if I'm eating a pizza, <laughs> I want crust. Right. But not, not that, that deep. 
Not that deep dish yet. Deep, <laughs> deep like, dish is lasagna. It's not a real thing. It's, <laughs> deep dish pizza is not a real thing. It's <laughs> it's something that people in Chicago made up to make themselves feel better about the fact that their city is terrible. <laughs> that's right, anyway. that's right, Chicago. I'm coming for you. <laughs> um, but as far as pie goes, like I'm not even a big pie eater. Like I'll have a slice of pumpkin pie. I'll have a slice of apple. That's about it. And I'll have it like and not on the same day. Yeah. Because, you know, generally you'll have, like, pumpkin pie on Thanksgiving, then you'll still have apple in, on Christmas because it's still, like, a fall to winter food. Right. Um, But, like, that's, like, I have a slice and that's it. Like, I do not eat pie at all, aside this, from that. This one is mostly filling. Cool. Which is great. Because so, when you bite it, when you eat it, it, you know, obviously you're not eating, like, a ton of crust, which is, like, my biggest pet peeve with pies, like... There are, there, like, there's a there's a pie place out by me in Florence that makes really good pies because, yeah. like, the filling is just enough. It's not, like, flying out of the pie when you cut open. It doesn't go everywhere. Well, yeah, you don't and, want it to just, like... Right, and and it's, like, a nice, it's a nice filling to crust ratio. And this this one that I brought today is is the same thing. You bite into it, and it's not a ton of crust. You can eat, like, the, the filling, and it doesn't make you feel like, oh, wow, I'm just filled with all these carbs and all this crust. And sugar. It's like, yeah, it's, it's yeah. legit just, like, really good filling with a little bit of thin crust like a streusel topping so it's nice and crumbly and soft. You don't have to, like... Because my big thing about apple pies, too, is, like, the, the top of the pie. If you don't do, like, a Dutch apple pie top, like the, the streusel top, you were, like, fucking stabbing into that thing trying to get through that first layer because it just... It hardens it's, so quick. Yeah, it's really soft. Um, it's, like, hard. rock solid. But this is, like, nice and crumbly. It's, like, a nice, very soft texture. Um, so thank you to my mom for helping me make this and redeeming me. This is my first recipe since the candied apple fiasco, so mm. very excited. Mm. Um, and I, yeah. Mm. Okay. What? Well, I was just going to say, um, just make sure that you let her know that in our last episode, I did not slaughter chickens for our chickens. Oh, yes. I, okay. While we're on air, I want to go on record. So I had told my mom when we were getting ready to record our last episode that we were having the teriyaki chicken wings for House of the Dead. Steph has a farm. We talked about this in past episodes. She raises all her own livestock. She grows all her own vegetables and fruits and herbs and everything. And when I told my mom that we were having um, teriyaki chicken wings, she asked me if Steph was going to slaughter one of her own chickens for it. And I, I was like, I don't know, probably. Because I think <laughs> you just assumed. I just assumed. Because, like, most of the things that we eat are things that you have either grown or, Raised. you know, like, yeah. when we when we have, like, you know, we've had, like, quail sausage. And those are your quails that you have, yes. have killed for this food or like rabbit stew and stuff i've had rabbit stew and these are rabbits that you yeah these are your rabbits it's not like you're going out and buying rabbits yeah i just wanted to let ashley's mom know that my chickens are for laying and that is all yes mom (laughs) she didn't kill any of her chickens for the the episode last week so like everything's fine everything's kosher like we're good um she did not kill one of the chickens i just want to we're gonna go on record and just say that because my mom was like genuinely like oh my god Um, Uh, which is so weird I feel like your mom would have no problem just walking out in her backyard and killing something for dinner um well my mom is like very much like she'll feed all the animals and like Uh, she's kind of she is a Disney princess she's a Disney princess my mom is a Disney princess does she walk out and just start singing and all the animals flock to her like squirrels and birds I have seen her I have seen her go outside and like birds fly to her (laughs) like it's it's yeah I've seen it I've seen it she loves her animals Um, (sighs) good for her (laughs) So, but yeah, that's, so that's Thanksgiving. That's our recipe. This is a fun episode. And in a couple weeks, we're going to be getting into, we're going to be wrapping up the season soon. Yes. Which is crazy. I cannot believe we are. So weird. It's so weird. I can't believe that we are coming up on the end of another season. It just feels like it flew by. Yeah. Um. But we have some holiday movies. We were just talking about holiday horror. Yep, and we're we, gonna keep it going strong. We're with gonna Christmas. keep it going strong for with some some Christmas murder movies, which I'm really excited <laughs> for. Um, we have a couple more recipes before we wrap up for the season and get ready for 2023, which we'll be back at some point early 2023. We're still ironing out those details, but we'll let you all know once we have more information, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is this has been our Thanksgiving episode. Please, for the love of God, somebody make a Thanksgiving horror movie. Yes, that would be so fun. Please. I feel like that you'd be able to do so much with Thanksgiving horror. Like, first of all, 
pilgrims. Murderous people, right? Yeah. Um, secondly, a lot of food. Yeah. I mean, it's basically Texas Chainsaw Massacre in a nutshell, Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> Except they weren't pilgrims, but I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting <laughs> for. I'm still waiting for James Cameron to make his fifteen million dollar Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre movie. You mean more like a hundred and thirty million? Hundred thirty million dollar yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, and it should take place at Thanksgiving. <laughs> Somebody started GoFundMe. You know what? You know what, Ashley? Kickstarter. <laughs> Someone started GoFundMe. For James Cameron? <laughs> I don't think he's, he's not going to do it unless we pay him to do it. <laughs> that, that is true. That is true. Um, now I can't remember what I was going to tell you. <laughs> sorry. So, wait, screw that up. Thanks, bro. I'm so sorry. Um, when Bjork comes out with a Christmas album, James Cameron will come out with a Thanksgiving movie. That's how long you have to wait. Oh, also, Bjork should come out with a Christmas album. Bjork, if you're if you're <laughs> listening to this little podcast, make a Christmas make album. Make a Christmas album. <laughs> um, so I think that just about does it. I'm ready to go dive into this pie. Hell yeah! I'm ready to eat the pie, and while I'm eating the pie, tell you all the things I'm thankful for. Because <laughs> I'm thankful for you, <laughs> and I'm thankful for the people who listen to this podcast. Indeed. It's so fun. Most definitely. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us today. We really, truly appreciate it. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Baking to the B-Movies, Twitter, Baking to B-Movies. Uh, like and subscribe. We are available wherever you get your podcasts. We will be back in a couple more weeks. We're getting right into the holiday stuff. And I think that's pretty much it. My name is Ashley. And my name is Steph. This has been Baking to the B-Movies. And we will catch you guys next time on the Flippity Flop. Bye. Later.